Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio today with my co-host, the amazing Coach Mia. Thank you. And we have a special guest. We do have a special guest today. And, you know, it's not just producer Brandon, <laughs> who is always a special guest in our show. Welcome back. Hey, thank you. We got a full house today. We've got a full house today. We've got another member of our Five Star Life family uh, that we want to introduce to you. Her name is Tonda Hines. Many of you know that name because she's been involved in education her entire life. She's been involved in politics uh, at the local level, the city level, Elkhart City uh, Council member. Uh, I hear she may be, there may be some other news in the mix. I'm not going to uh, steal her thunder, but um, j- just really excited to have Tonda Hines. Tonda, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Had to have me. It's always a pleasure to come spend a few little minutes with my five-star family. So thank you. Thank you. And I know I'm a guest, but I just don't really feel like a guest guest. But, you know, I do recognize that on the show, (laughs) I'm I'm probably a guest. She's my sister. So that's the reality. So just put it out there. True story. So, so Tonda is involved. She's been, how long have you been involved in education in Elkhart? Uh, I have been with Elkhart for 22, 20, 22, 23 years. 22, 23 years. And she is... Um such an influential person. We talk about leadership, um, that leadership is influence and influence is leadership. Uh, I love that simple definition of leadership. It's just influence. And there's so many people that think leadership is being the loudest, um, the strongest, the fastest, the smartest, all these things. And so what we do is we gravitate towards like titles and things like that. I don't even know what Tanda's title is, but she is a leader. And it's, I think your title has probably ebbed and flowed over the last 20 years with Elkhart yeah, Schools. Yeah, it's changed a couple, two, three, four times. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, I am the after-school and community program. Um, I'm the manager of that. Of I'm the manager of after-school and community programs. Um, I've been a parent and community liaison. I will say my roles have all um, encompassed me to be a part of working with the community. Yeah. Well, she's my first call. When I think about what we're going to do in Elkhart, she's the first person I reach out to. That's influence, right? Because Tonda is a is just a doer. Um, I, quick quick story. I remember turning back the clock. For those of you who just tuned into this show, uh, if, if you're not driving, go to fivestarlife.org to learn more about our organization. We're on a, on a mission to change the face of education, sports, and culture. And we do that by targeting kids' mindsets. And I remember when I, I relocated to Indiana and I, I was living in Elkhart and I was just, it was just the idea of five star was just an idea concept. And I remember meeting this, this vibrant, dynamic uh, young woman named Tonda. And there's wow. just, there's just, 
I'm telling you, you just you remember the first time you meet somebody, uh, and I remember thinking, oh my goodness, this person is dynamic, and and what was one of the earmarks of of your leadership is your passion. Like you care about kids, but you care about people, and you want to do right by people, and that's that's a it's an incredible trait that I've watched over twenty. Uh, I guess 19 years, I think probably 19 years ago-ish, we mm-hmm. probably met. And totally. so I just wanted to acknowledge that and honor you um, wow. and celebrate you. that part of you. And that that's how you've, that's how you've developed influence in this community. And it's, it's easy for me to see, and it's fun to watch uh, as your influence has grown uh, to impact kids. So thank you for being you. Well, I was just going to say thank you, and it's just natural. It's not something I have thought about doing or, you know, I studied and thought it was a great idea. It just It's just who God created me to be. I'm, I'm thinking I'm walking in what he's given me, so I when, give him all the praise and glory for that. So When I think of you, I think of warrior. And I I love that about you. And I told you you've been on my heart and mind because I know that it, education is changing. Mm-hmm. Kids are changing. What you do is hard, yeah. but but you're you're a warrior for kids. You're a warrior for people. And I I just echo what Seth said. I mean, just and you just you are dynamic. When you when Seth said that, I was like, that's the perfect word for you. You light up a room. Oh, so you're not only just like focused, but you just bring joy wherever you go to. So thank you. Well, thank you. And I've I've been around. I've had people in my life that have maybe helped bring that out in me. But, um, yeah, I, I, I do. Uh, I love what I do. I love my community. I love people. I love bringing people together. I think we're stronger together in whatever that is, whatever mm-hmm. those missions are. So, um, yeah, I'm just that connector. The great connector, the great networker, dynamic, filled with passion and love, because your life has been easy. It's all been kind of lobbed up for you just to what? win. <laughs> a little sarcasm in my voice. I, I want to shift gears in a little bit, Tonda. Um, t- tell us a little bit of uh, some of the things that maybe shaped you and have influenced you to be the connector, to be influenced and, and to fight for kids. Wow. Um, you know, I, I little background. Um, my parents divorced when I was nine, pretty middle-class family. Um, we didn't always get what we wanted, always had what we needed. Parents did a phenomenal job co-parenting, my brother and I. Um, had some bumps in regards to continuing my education in college, and so um, one would say I might be still trying to figure that out, loving what I do um, with the college background that I have. Um and then we became a single mom, you know, was in a relationship and um, things didn't work out and had a beautiful son who's now 29 um, and then met my now husband of 23 years. Um, so we're a blended family and um, I have two bonus children that I love dearly. So we're, we have, I have three kids and five, oh gosh, I think I have seven grandkids Although I am way too young to have seven grandkids, but I do, and I love them dearly. And um, yeah, and life just started happening with me. My watching my parents um, be so involved in our education, and they did not have 
Uh, they did not go to college, uh, but they just stressed education and um, they were always at parent-teacher conferences, always at our events. They were always present. And with that, just, you know, I just kind of was like, I love watching my mom and dad be there, even though they weren't in the same home. And um, I think that was kind of my driver, not really knowing what my passion was. As much as I love numbers, thought I wanted to be an accountant, that was like far not, no. <laughs> not, you're not around enough people. You know? I'm like a people person. So I'm like, okay, I like numbers, but probably not going to be an accountant. Um, and so I think when I um, had my son and uh, was a single mom and working at the old Roosevelt, which is now the Roosevelt Center um, on Indiana, Indiana Avenue here in Elkhart, um, I just... Uh, it, that just drew me to want to do more and work more with families, um, identifying a lot what, what what a lot of our single moms are going through. And so um, I think that was kind of my driver um, and has continued to drive me to, you know, want to be a part of helping people be the best them they can be, mm -hmm. right? Doesn't matter your socioeconomic status doesn't matter, your ethnicity doesn't matter, your gender, all those things, the biases that I think we all have in some capacity. Um, it just doesn't matter, though, in terms of being who you can be the best you. And I think when we have the best we, the best person we can be, then we can, um, our communities are stronger. It's so. good. You know, we have a commercial break here in, a minute, in, in about a minute. But I, I want to get into a little bit more of when you, when you think about some of the things that you did, you know, being a single parent mom is not, not easy, mm -hmm. right? And th there's so many stereotypes and things that people can sure. put on you. Um, so I want, when we come back from the break, I want you to talk a little bit about, a little bit about how you were able to navigate that, uh, throw those things off, whatever, and how you how you started to forge a way to become who you wanted to be and not fit into a box. It seems like we're, bo everybody wants to <laughs> box us in and you don't live in a box and you don't, you don't think in a box, which is one of the things that allows you to be this incredible connector and uh, influencer in our community and with Elkhart Community Schools. So we come back after this commercial break. We'll go into some of that. In the meantime, go to fivestarlife.org to learn more, to get involved. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the Five Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at fivestarlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in the studio with my co-host, Coach Mia. And we also have with us uh, a special guest, really part of our Five Star Life family, uh, just not a regular guest on, on this show, uh, Tonda Hines, who has been a longtime member of Elkhart City Council, um, but she's also worked with Elkhart Community Schools for just about 23 years. And so I've gotten to work with her. She's like my big sister uh, in Elkhart, and she's my first call when I think of anything with Elkhart Schools. She's my sounding board, and she's a guide, but she's an incredible influencer and a champion for kids. Uh, Tonda, welcome back. Thank you. 
So, you know, just before the break in the last segment, we were kind of talking about just, you know, so many people, um, like, like my mom, she got pregnant young, mm-hmm. single parent mom. Mm-hmm. And you, you watch so, so many moms who, for whatever reason, the relationship doesn't work out. Uh, it, it, it can be this thing that becomes debilitating and it can box you in. How were you able to build your life, your career, your family, your finance? Like, like you've built your life mm-hmm. when all the data would say it's kind of stacked against you. Um, I think the first thing is um, my faith, my upbringing, um, just being in in that space with um, my mom who, you know, parents divorced when I was nine. So, um, you know, we, we, I had to go to church. You know, I had to do a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> that, that I didn't want to do. You know? so, and I come from a place where, you know, you, you, that you didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that grounded me and, um, my mom would often tell us why we were going to do something, but she she really didn't ask us to do things, right? And so going to church and um, becoming a believer in, in Christ at a very early age, I think, really grounded me. Um, and and from that, um, I think it, it that was my, my roadmap, right? Even getting off, um, I, I think we're... We're all a work in progress, right? And so um, I would always lean back to that. And I had role models from my mom and others that showed me that. She kept me involved. She, you know, we were around um, the, the what one would think the worst of the worst and the best of the best and all in between. So I think being in those environments, being involved in, you know, Black Expo, NAACP, church groups, um, service, you know, clubs. She was always putting us in those spaces, um, which then helped me um, see others. So sometimes you think what you're going through, whatever that was, you know, from not being able to get what you want to being around all those that are getting what they what you want and seem like they have to those that didn't have half of what you had, I think really helped, uh, not think, I know that's what has helped me in terms of um, being able to kind of figure out, so where do I fit in, mm-hmm. right? And even though people's perceptions are their realities, we have choices. Mm-hmm. And with the, every choice comes a, a consequence and you can often choose your choice, but not your consequence. Mm-hmm. So I say, if you choose you make good choices, you usually reap those rewards. If you choose bad choices, no right from wrong. Um, and I think if you have a sense of faith and, and you're learning more about um, those principles that God has put in place for us, um, it helps you as you're going through. So mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, I mean, one of the greatest gifts parents can give their kids is just exposure mm-hmm. to environments where they can start to see mm-hmm. different lifestyles, yep. different personalities, um, the different options out there. And it's amazing how as kids, because my, my parents do the same thing, it, I, they'd put us in situations where we were just around a variety of people mm-hmm. from the Absolutely. high to the low to everything in between. 
And as kids, there's it's it, we call it experiential learning now, but it was, right. it was experiential learning before there was that term. Because you just watch people and you see the choices they make and you think, I'm never doing that. Mm-hmm. This over here, why do they do this? And how do they do it? You're just intrigued mm-hmm. and you pick up, so, you know, I've heard that term, you know, more is caught than taught. Right. It's so true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very true. Um, so, Tondo, education, I want to shift gears a little bit. Sure. It's one of your great passions. Kids, one of your great passions. When did that start and, and how did that begin to grow? I think it started, I was, um, when I um, was uh, first started with Elkhart Schools, I was at, um, I was an office assistant, so clerical. Um, and in that space, um, just listening to the staff, listening to the administration, then administrators, and listening to the parents, right? There's two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. And seeing what felt like oftentimes a disconnect you know, the educators, you know, um, they go to school, they get their, you know, teach, when I say educators, teachers, um, and, and on up. Um, and, and then you hear the parent side. And um, if I haven't walked in your shoes, I don't know what that looks like, feels like, t- feel, vice versa for parents. And it just always felt like there was a gap. And um, with me loving people just organically, it's like, how do we bring them together so that, you know, in the best interest of the student, we all have the same end goal. I don't believe parents, any parent, um, is getting up saying, I want my kid to be a failure today. <laughs> nope. And I don't believe there's an educator out there um, back then and even now that is getting up saying, I don't care if the kids I'm in front of learn. However, there's a lot going on to where learning um, can be um, not happening because of one circumstances. And so how do we bring those people together so that we can do what's best for kids? And so um, I think that's what started it and um, has developed into something great. <clears throat> so it, it, really, you came into that position just because you're a great listener. I think, yeah. You listened to both sides and then you just started to inject. This is the trait of a leader. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter what position, what role you are in. Leaders always find a way to do what? Add value. Mm-hmm. Right? Just add value. And it's amazing. And I tell my kids this, and I tell five-star students this all the time. Like, if you just can just focus on being your best today and adding value to people mm-hmm. today, it's amazing if you create a habit of that, what will happen and the influence you'll have. So so you you, you became a parent liaison then. Mm-hmm. And they, they created a role for you. Well, I would like to say it was just for me. However, Title One, you know, there's, um, I always say the value of having Title One funds is that you, you get a little more than a non-title school. You get more resources. And so because data will, and um, the data will show that parent lack of parent involvement um, it really hinders the learning for, for students. So if we can get more parents involved, in, and, you know, what does that even mean, parent involvement? I'm sure we would have, there's three of us here on the show, and I'm sure we would have maybe three different answers. But at the end of the day, we know we need parents um, at the table and a part of that education process. And so because of that, there was funding available for the parent and community liaison 
positions in those buildings. And um, I just happened to have the opportunity to be in one of those. And then it, it's grown um, in, in terms of with Elkhart schools and um, with the state. So that's, um, but yeah, my name's top and center on there. <laughs> Tonda, when did you fit in your own education and all of this? I know. Well, being in education, it just, you know, being in that environment, it just seemed like the right thing to do is to continue my education um, because of some, you know, I, I hurt my knee and what have you and lost the scholarship. And so college became a little complicated for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but being in the education you know, system for for a job was just like, okay, I need to continue my education. So that's when I, you know, went back and said, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get my degree. Um, I'm still working on that. But you're working full time. You're raising a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I'm always amazed because I decided to go back later um, mm-hmm. too and finish, but I didn't have small children. You know what I mean? I had support. And it was like, yeah. when I hear a single mom say that, I'm just always amazed. Yeah. And I'm more amazed when they do it and they continue and, and they fulfill that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just think everyone's journey is just that, their journey. Uh, but I'm, I'm an advocate for it. I think do it. Do it. It doesn't matter when you do it, but do it. Um, and yeah, just finding that time and having a good support system. So I had a good support system. Um, and sometimes even if you don't have a good support system, if you have the drive, um, I, I think that's what, you know, drives you sure. to complete it. Sure. Good. All right. We got to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit. It's going to tie right in with, with uh, Tonda's former role being a parent liaison. There was just all kinds of conflict, right, between <laughs> different parties. So I want to dive into that a little bit. And I want to actually talk uh, a little bit about what we uh, teach kids about how to master conflict. Go to fivestarlife.org. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in the studio with my co-host, Coach Mia. Welcome back. Thank you. And our special guest. I keep saying guest, our friend. Yes. Friend of the family. Friend of the family. (laughs) Tonda Hines. Hello. So, you know, I want to I want to uh, talk a little bit, Tonda, uh, with you here, because we in our show, we always break down a lesson for kids, uh, something that in our curriculum, we're teaching kids. And we're about uh, four lessons into this series on mastering conflict. Mm. And conflict is everywhere. You know, literally everywhere you turn, there's some kind of conflict. And so we unpacked the first lesson was all about like, the number one source of conflict is me. Like I am the number one source of conflict in my own life. Mm-hmm. And that's the last thing we really think about. We always think about like it's somebody else. But that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am so sorry, Seth, but can I just interject? Yes. I was listening to um, T.D. Jakes this morning. And I, I can't remember the title of the um, lesson, but 
he said something about the enemy. And, and the word enemy is in me. In me. In me. And so is the enemy, is Tanda's enemy Seth? Is it Coach Mia? Is it, you know, who is it or is it in me? Mm-hmm. So to speak to what you just yeah. said, you know, and that resonated with yeah. me. Like we can get in our own way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I tell my son that all the time. No, you're the you're your own problem right now. You know that, right? So <laughs> <laughs> And we love Todd. Yes. We have an amazing yes, son. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's but, got that same glow. Yes, he does. I, I'm sorry to, you know, shift that, but no, that, it's good. that yeah. was huge. Um, because I we, and I tell kids, tell everyone, you know, we take I take me everywhere I go. So mm-hmm. Yep. And if with, you don't like you, there's a problem. Yeah. And what happens if if we don't understand the amount of inner conflict we walk into a room with, mm-hmm. it, it just it just spills out on people. And we think they're the problem. And yep. so we always say, start with you, right? Awesome. And, and we just kind of broke down that conflict starts when we all have this idea of like, I'm an ideal version of Coach Seth, like the, the person I want to be, the values I live by, the, the behaviors, the actions, the habits, the traits. I have that ideal vision of myself. But then there's also this this feared self, mm-hmm. the person I don't want to be, just just like like your you know biological father, you're gonna be like just like this mm-hmm. or whatever. And when I make decisions and when I my actions are living out of that feared self, mm-hmm. I am literally living beneath my potential, and I know that, and so I have this conflict within, mm-hmm. and then that spills out on other people. Absolutely. So, so I'm going to fast forward through the other lessons because I want to talk about today. Um, conflict is a big deal. I remember when I was in high school, my junior year, uh, we're playing in the uh, conference championship. And um, <clears throat> seven seconds on the clock, we're down by uh, one point. And so... I'm the leading scorer on my team. I get the ball. I'm weaving through traffic. I go down, have an open shot, and I'm I'm like I'm feeling so pumped. I'm like I'm gonna win this game. I'm gonna win another game. I'm gonna be the hero. Yep. Conference championship, last game of the season before the tournament. And out of nowhere, this other D1 player comes out <laughs> of nowhere. Didn't see him. Didn't feel him. Didn't smell him. Swatted off the backboard. Buzzer goes off, and I lost the game. And th- that's the one of the worst feelings in the world when yeah. you lose the game. I mean, you can't blame anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's all that's you. Uh, and and so I go into the locker room, and I'm just, like, replaying everything in your head. Like, I'm just stunned because I'm, like, I thought I won the game. Mm-hmm. And I lost it, and so I'm replaying everything. And then all of a sudden, a teammate comes in and sl- starts punching the locker next to me and starts pushing me. He's like, Seth, you lost the game. Starts swearing at me and cussing me out. Mm. And... uh what happens when we've talked about in previous lessons, like what do you do when you're, how do you handle conflict with mean people? People are mean on purpose Mm -hmm. or how do you handle conflict with uh, people have, who have their own inner conflict? Mm -hmm. But this was not a bully. Mm -hmm. This was a teammate. This is a friend of mine. So what do you do when people that are teammates, maybe family members, maybe coworkers, Again, they're not bullies. They're not being mean on purpose. They just want to win really bad. Mm-hmm. 
and they're expressing themselves out of competitiveness, how do you handle that? And science kind of breaks us down. You've heard of the, the fight, flight, or freeze response. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a real biological effect because I'm sitting there and there's a part of me that wanted to slam up and just slap them and just like, okay, let's do this right here, right now. Let's mm-hmm. go. Let's go, big boy. You know? Um, so I wanted to fight. There's no question. There's a part of me that was like, I'm just going to take a swing at him. Sure. There's another part that just wanted to hit the exit signs. Like, get me out of here. I'm just trying to process this. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to fight you. I want to get, this is uncomfortable. I want to get out of here. I want to get out of the gym. I want to get out of the county. But what I did is I froze. I just froze there and sat there as he was just hammering me with words because I was just froze in failure and froze in that moment. And when you study the animal kingdom, it's so interesting how a gazelle who is being chased by a a lion or a leopard, Mm -hmm. they will automatically just, they're not going to fight a lion. They're going to flee, but they're not going to freeze. So they're fleeing, but it's always interesting. If you watch those National Geographic videos, my, my grandparents, whenever we visited them, they would never let us watch television. <laughs> they'd, all, they'd, they'd put all these National Geographic videos, and so that's all we could watch <laughs> the whole weekend if my mom and dad were out of, out of town. So, so I watched all these shows, and the gazelle would, would, would run away, get away from the lion if they made it. And the lion could be 50 yards away, but they know they're out of harm's way. And the gazelle, the the fight or flight response starts to decompress. So the pupils aren't dilated. The muscles aren't tense anymore. The breathing goes back to normal. And they start within a minute, they start eating and grazing and flicking their tail because they're out of harm's way. They gazelles naturally know how to decompress. We Mm -hmm. as human beings have to teach ourselves how to do this. We do. Otherwise, we just live out of reaction mm-hmm. instead of choosing to respond. Mm-hmm. And we take all that stress throughout the rest of the day, the rest of the week, into the next conversation. Mm-hmm. And then the moment, we can't even respond. We're just reacting. So, so when I think about this, if, if, I, if I knew then what I know now right. to respond by just taking a breath, take it in. There's not a lion attacking me. There's not a person with a club or a gun attacking me. Mm-hmm. This is just a teammate. He's one of my friends. We're going to go out and hang out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, when he's like, done being yeah. mad. When he, yeah. <laughs> like, like if I could, I learned that we can just take a breath, calm down. And I, I would have I started by just saying, dude, I'm sorry. I blew it. I, you were open. I didn't even see you because I thought I had the shot. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's a response because that's mm-hmm. honesty. That's clarity. Mm-hmm. But if we can't get over our own biology, we're hijacked. We're victims of the fight, flight, or flee response, mm-hmm. which leads us to being paralyzed by fear, running away like cowards from conflict, mm-hmm. or being irrational and just letting anger get the best of us. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you never saw any of those scenarios act out when you're dealing with teachers and parents and kids. Well, <laughs> as, the, as the kids would say, well, what happened was. <laughs> you see what happened was. <laughs> what happened was. <laughs> yes, I have seen that. I, I have seen that, um, unfortunately. But, you know, um, 
And, you know, I say people's emotions are there. You, you know, the way you feel is the way you feel. And how you, you know, there again, you, you, how you deal with your frustrations or your, you know, hurtness, whatever that is, um, is, is, is something personal. And I think if we can model that for people, um, they may just gravitate to that, right? And so if you don't, if you're exploding at me and then I'm exploding at you and, you know, we can't hear each other, so we're even getting more upset. But if, if to your point, if I just freeze and just listen and let you do what you're going to do, say what you're going to say, um, and the calmer I am, I think helps others de-escalate the situation. Mm -hmm. um, and if you can model that, not just read about it, talk about it, but actually do it in the moment. Um, I think we, I know it, it's more helpful, more beneficial. And then our kids, right? So if adults, if teachers, if the teacher and the parent is going at it and the student is right there, what do we expect when the parent isn't there and the teacher and the student goes at it? How do we really think the student's going to react? Mm -hmm. Especially right. when they've seen me as the staff member and their parent go at it, and that was okay in front of me, regardless if I'm five, if I'm 15, or if I'm 10, mm -hmm. right? right. Um, I'm, I'm going to come with that same energy. So I think it's really important to, to recognize that and, and point that out to adults on both sides. Yeah. All right. We got to take a quick break. We'll come back with more of this with Five Star Life Radio. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Join in studio with Coach Mia, producer and Coach Brandon, and our special guest and friend of the family, Tonda Hines. Welcome back. Thank you. Coach Hines here. <laughs> Coach Hines is in the house. Uh, so, so we were talking about this whole mastering conflict process, and this has been something that I have went to work on. I, uh, it, it, the, the fun thing about life for me is that I'm a, I talk about this with my wife all the time. I talk about this with, we talk about it as staff with Mia. Uh, I'm like a different person than my wife married 23 uh, years ago. I, I'm a better version. She's getting a better deal now than she was back then. She's a lucky woman. Uh, and I remind her of that Call every day. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but on a serious note, you know, if you take these concepts and think about how you deal with conflict, you know, when I'm when I'm 18 and I'm getting yelled at by a teammate mm -hmm. and I didn't I didn't know these things. And so I did not have the ability to sit there and have the uh, the understanding and the savviness of listening to what he's saying and listening to his body language and cutting through. We have such a hard time with people that don't communicate the right way to us. Mm -hmm. We want everybody to communicate how we want to be communicated with. Absolutely. And, and so this dude's yelling, screaming. That's all I heard. I froze and I just heard his attitude. 
it took me a while to think this dude's not, he's a friend. Cause I was in the moment thinking, what is wrong with this dude? It's like, he wants to win. Mm-hmm. That's it. He wants to win. A lot of the conflict, it's because people want to win. Absolutely. I mean, with, with teachers, with kids, mm-hmm. the kids want to win. The parents want their kids to win. The teachers want to win. Everybody here that's listening, you want to win. Conflict is about winning, but we think it's it's about all these other things. And so we miss the message. Mm-hmm. And so we miss the moment where the relationship can really grow. Oh, what do, I mean, I agree. And Tonda, I was thinking with you, like, did you have to learn that in your position? Absolutely. I'm taking the lead from people. And I think my natural God-given ability to read people or, you know, just connect with people mm-hmm. um, help that. And then just meet people where they're at. And if we can meet people where they're at and look at it from from their lens and not our lens, I think it helps us in dealing with them, um, especially when in this situation, in what we're talking about, that parent-student-teacher connection, right, school, home, um, and in, in working together, I, I think then we can, if we respect each other, I think, you know, when you talk about winning, right, I think we all want to be who, I think winning, you, you you feel joy, you feel, and you need that to feel valued. And I think a lot of times people, we want to all feel valued, right? In that situation, the value of winning to him may have been more for him than you, but you feel taking it on, you know, it takes a team to win and lose, right? So that one bucket didn't literally lose, lose the game. It, it it didn't help. <laughs> sure. But but it there's things that go up to that to get to that point, right? For yeah. that pressure to be there. And with working with our families and working with our students, um, recognizing that, you know, we need our parents and, and wherever they're at, we need to meet them where they're at. And that's we don't need to lower the expectation, lower our value, um, but recognize that we do need them because our kids the parent is influential on the student, mm-hmm. right? And if we can help the parent find our value and our role and what we're trying to do, they'll help us with the student. So I think that's where, you know, um, just meeting people where they're at um, and having the, the ability to accept that, navigate that, and we're going to get better results. I like what you said about value. I think that's spot on. And I think that we all as people – it's really hard to find people who truly value you. Yes. Unfor- it's, this is sad, but think about this. How many people truly know your value? Mm-hmm. For sure on one hand, right? Mm-hmm. And that's sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sad. And, and so because we all want value, we need value. Um, if we don't, have our value rooted in the right things, which you mentioned earlier, you can really struggle for that. Mm-hmm. But you could you could make a case for saying that uh, how you deal with people in conflict is a direct reflection of how much value you have for that person. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Absolutely. So th- this is, this is life-changing stuff for uh relationships, marital relationships, for work relationships, for uh, parent-teacher relationships, 
business relationships. Mm-hmm. Think about how conflict casts and brands us. How we deal with one moment mm-hmm. can brand us for a lifetime. Absolutely. Right? And this yep. is the stuff that we <laughs> this is the stuff that that we we work on. How, me and Tanda, how have you how have you worked some of this stuff out? How have you dealt with some of this and kind of grown yourself? What are some of the steps you've taken? Gosh, I, I mean, I have, and you probably have too. I mean, you're almost forced to, mm-hmm. you know, face mm-hmm. these things, um, not only in personal relationships, but in work relationships. Mm-hmm. I think especially with um, work relationships, you're more aware of your your actions and uh, mm-hmm. you try not to repeat them. So I think for me, um, I've had people around me that have been honest, that have been mm-hmm. able to help. Um, and then I think us as a staff, we're always going through our curriculum. We're always doing things to kind of bring that out and have discussions together. So that's very helpful. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to lean to my my faith. Um, and as I've grown in that, it's, you know, I've grown as a person. So that's, you know, that helps me um handle things differently from um, each situation. So if you grow from the situations, because they're going to come at you, um, if, if you're growing from them and then reflecting back to my, my thought processes, I take me everywhere I go. So how could I have handled that differently? How could I have responded differently? And putting myself in, you know, putting it on me first mm-hmm. and then me and stuff, you know, suck it. Um, is, is, is very helpful and um, I think it's just a work in progress and um, you, you handle things differently you know, when you reflect back um, and so I think that's a part of growing mm-hmm. um, and, and then you know that feedback constructive criticism you know and helping people I, I do believe too it's my responsibility to help people treat me right help people find find my worth my value mm-hmm. um not in a cocky, arrogant way, but in a, you know, a, a way of like um, humbleness, mm-hmm. you know, just showing them and helping them see it from a different lens as well. That's good. That is good. I also love that you said you reflect because I think most people almost are harder on themselves mm-hmm. and they beat themselves up rather than reflecting and learning. Mm-hmm. So that's key. Yeah. You, you either uh, I've heard it said, you, you know, I never lose I just, I win or I learn. Mm, and that's, like that. that's such a healthy way to look mm-hmm. at every failure, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not failure unless you just quit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not learning from it, right? Right. Uh, so it's just, it's all about growth. Uh, Tonda, I want to circle this back. We have just uh, a couple minutes left. But talk a little bit from your perspective um, about Five Star Life, the, the great uh, partnership we've had. Uh, through the years and how we've worked together and anything you'd like to say just about uh, the impact Five Life is having on kids and schools in our community? Uh, I think it goes back to what we've all just been saying in terms of building um, relationships, uh, watching each other grow um, through the through the through the good and the bad, mm-hmm. having those tough conversations. Um, I think when you're in discomfort, um, that's an opportunity to grow and learn, and then you can move forward. And watching Five Star, you know, we've grown 
Notice I said Absolutely. we've grown. <laughs> yeah. We've grown and um, um, meeting each other where we're at, knowing the needs, um, and then looking at how, how, you know, looking for the solution, mm-hmm. not dwelling on the challenge, right? Because the challenge is there. It's probably going to continue. But how do we get through it? Love how self, your mindset, you know, okay, so how, if, Let's dream big. If we could do this, what what are the barriers? You're constantly, what are the barriers, right? <laughs> and then, okay, so now we have those identified. So l- let's go to work. Let's figure it out. So just continuing to have that positive um, has helped Elkhart schools, right? How do we move the way, what we, the birth of Five Star, I feel kind of Elkhart was right there, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. Yes. You, uh, you grew up with us and watched us grow up. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, and we're so, still growing And up. we're still growing. <laughs> and Elkhart is too. And, you know, there's been a lot of changes. And, you know, so just kind of reimagining and, you know, starting, putting on, the, knowing when to pause mm-hmm. and knowing when to fast forward, you know? And so I think we are doing that. Um, we continue to do that. And, um I think that's what's the most um, impactful um, is being able to continue to grow together, stronger together. That's right. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, thanks so much for tuning to Five Star Life Podcast. All right. Thanks for having me. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life their mindset. If you're interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.